Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and we are now on Pocket Cast. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Kingdom of God by Force. Today we can see the faith and testimony of Jesus Christ in every nation on earth. Even in the most persecuted areas we find Christians. Deliberate deception of the that wicked one. Preparing for the deliberate deception of that wicked one, we look back at events, people, and those who do use deception on purpose to get what they want. Faith of Jesus in a world of evil. Faith of Jesus. We can clearly see the faith of Jesus Christ daily in this world of evil. The days of lawlessness warned about by the Apostle Paul are clearly upon our generation. And be sure to read these posts on warn-usa.com. General Gospel, the Gospel Goes Global, God's Presence, China War, Classic at Warren Radio. While the murder rates go up in the liberal-run democratic cities, the murder and pillaging continues around the world. We find governments, radicalized Hindus, radicalized Muslims, among others that are extremists in nature. Crown of Pride, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 61 on Battle Lines. While one aspect of judgment on Israel destroys the northern kingdom, Judah, who was spared, still faces judgment for her own sins that the prophet brings to light. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. Mac battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Can he save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising. You can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, and many more. And the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaclinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us 
on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings. Welcome to another beautiful Friday morning. Blue sky here. Sun here. I've got about... uh, Five inches of solid ice outside from the curb. We have curbs here. I don't know where you're at. (laughs) And the street where the cars park out to where the cars go by. There's a nice little chunk of ice. Leftover is a reminder from the recent weather we've had. But most of it is melted. We had a lot up in the mountains. We had a lot here. And I still have a lot. It'll it'll go a long ways to help in the water table. And uh, we have our uh, own water here came with the house and uh, so we're glad to have that that's really the first time we've ever had that we moved out of our other place we had uh, worked out of an RV it was a nice RV we bought it brand new we had it for 24 years and we sold it when we moved We had reached a point to where living in this RV, which was small, and it had 24 years on it. I mean, it's a total different experience when you get into a house. We've had two houses before in our lifetime. And then this end of day's call, we had an RV. (laughs) And, you know... I used to, you know, we both liked the idea of RVs. I don't know, over the years we just kept working and preaching and writing and publishing and doing things on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. We never turned around and thought about it. And then finally woke up one day and I had had enough. Tara Tower had had enough. And uh, we were, we had to move. Because the RV was getting older and I was in no mood to keep doing all the stuff I did. Because in an RV, in order to do that, there's a lot of stuff. I could go into detail, but I don't want to. So thanks to the Lord. And we, you know, we prayed about it. And he opened us up a place that we could get into. And uh, so he bought us a house. Now Tara, uh, Tower and I are... Also this year, we have a number of celebrations. Warren Radio is in its 25th year this year. And uh, that's just our end-time ministry that God called us to, specifically to warn America and do our radio shows and write. I mean, it's a whole ministry, and it's... Um, absolutely specifically geared to be online because that was called many many years ago and uh, you know I was uh, one of the first ones in our area there were others but I got in on the internet and the technology early And I didn't know much about it. I had to learn it. I was beginning to do websites when very few people knew how to do websites. And I had to learn that, and that was a challenge. Then I had to learn more 
HTML and other script. So over the years, we've developed the ministry and literally learned how to do a lot of the things, do our own audios, our own production, our own graphics. I learned that over the years. And Towers uh, learned the, the technical aspects of broadcasting and things like that. And so it hasn't been easy. During that whole time, we made it a point we're, we're not a nonprofit. And uh, <clears throat> we don't uh, have tons and tons of ads. I've got a few from uh, our host that we get remunerated for if somebody buys something. But so far, and I, I've never gotten anything. Now, see, I used to carry ads with Google in the beginning when Google ran by three other guys. Um, before they sold it. And they even came out and said to this modern Google, that's not what they intended. Well, that doesn't make any difference. Google is different. It tracks everything. And uh, But in the beginning when I used Google, I could come out with probably an extra $150 a month just in those many, many years ago. But uh, we've since do stopped doing that. We don't... Uh, because I didn't want the Google ads all over. I didn't uh, care for them. And so over the years, we've, we've evolved. We've seen the Lord's faithfulness. He's provided for us through all that time. He's made a way for us. Um, and uh, because I, I retired from what I did and uh, and I just literally quit doing it but I only did that after I had already done this other for quite some time and of course when I retired there wasn't a lot of money in the coppers because I was a, a chef in the restaurant many years ago they didn't have any retirement they didn't have any medical they didn't have nothing you didn't have overtime you work six days a week as long as you needed to work. Uh, it was totally a different thing in those days. And so in spite of all of that, we've seen God's faithfulness as we've grown o older. Now see this year, we're in our 25th year at WIBR Warren Radio. Before that, we had other, other ministry duties that we did and things that we did. But this was something we did a long time ago. It wasn't for money. It, it was because of the call that God put on our lives, and we were faithful. We still are. And uh, so now we saw this 25 years, and this is the year that Tower and I have been married 50 years. 50 years. And so... You know, we're a different kind of a ministry. We're a ministry specifically here to warn. Because in the beginning, when, see, I was raised a Methodist, but God had to get me out of the church in order to get me saved. Then after I graduated from Bible school, I went back to my alma mater church and went inside and found the, one of the pastors in there started talking to him and I asked him about being born again because of course that was a terminology we used back then getting saved <laughs> he didn't know much about getting saved he didn't know um, <laughs> being born again and I of course being out of Bible school I was just on fire I was filled with the Word of God, and he didn't even know how to handle me. Uh, you know, he, he had a look like, saved? Born again? What are you talking about? Well, you're a pastor. I expect you to know about it. You're in my home church. I remember, you know, Sunday school and the pictures of Jesus and all the other stuff they show you. 
you know, it looked like a white Caucasian male, and that's not what Jesus was, Yahshua. He was a male. But he was the lion of the tribe of Judah. He was Jewish. So I was surprised. So I left there rather disappointed. How could I have gone to Sunday school all those years? And, and we did it all, you know. My whole family was Methodist. My mom, my grandfather, my grandmother. <laughs> well, it looked all right. <laughs> you know, and I'd sit in the congregation. I should do and preach, and it was the most boring thing I ever heard. Once I got saved, I got into church and started listening. I understood things. I'd never heard them before. I started an understanding, and I realized it was the Spirit of God helped me to understand. And uh, it's unreal. And we still have the same kind of churches here today, folks. Is it any wonder that you have satanic temple? Is it any wonder in the, in the Golden Globes or whatever that thing was, they had the Satan worship dance there with all the carnality, the garbage See, they that sow to the flesh are going to perish with the flesh. This body in the flesh is going to die. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. Why? Because he's in the flesh. He's, he's in this suit of flesh that is going to die. In other words, man lost his glory through the fall. And so in our inescapable ignorance you know we have made the ability for man through technology now to become gods and so I've used the technology and built the websites and write it towers my editor and a lot of other things and so we challenge that belief every day, 24 hours a day, every day. I'm online, and when I comment, I get the word of God out, and I go, go to work. Because it's about the word of God. And we've changed a few things over the years, but the message is the same. Many years ago, there was a site called Repent America, and I was warning people at the same time. I don't ever know what happened to them, but that, you know, they used to get in trouble. They'd go into Philadelphia, and I think they were out of Philadelphia or somewhere like that. But especially in Philadelphia, they hated Repent America. And now when you see what Philadelphia is like, you know, especially during the elections and things, you can see why. Because, you know, America has been rejecting the truth for quite a while. But it is really catching up to them. While at the same time, we do have a good number of Christians and believers. And a lot of them are not quite sure about this judgment on America thing. And, you know, the churches avoid all controversy with Christ, it seems. You know, in the old days, even the Catholic Church, man, if you was a Catholic, you met a Catholic, they were anti-abortion. They were pro-life, unquestionably. They were, even when the, you know, the rest of the Protestant churches wouldn't go near and protest you know, these abortions they were doing, the Catholics were always there in mass. We have a Catholic church out here. We have a number of them. But anyway, one of them, many, many years ago, used to put up little grave markers for all the kids that were killed in abortions. They, they had a whole plethora of them. Well, something happened to them. I just, we noticed this not too long ago because we don't really go over there much and guess what? They'd taken it down. 
So there had been a change in ownership. <laughs> you know, but this is where we're at in America. You know, and I, I tell people, America, as, I, as you know it, will cease to exist. Why do I say that? I've said that a lot online. Because many, many years ago, when the Lord gave me a vision, three of them, and, and gave me this word, I was told, America, as you know it, will cease to exist. Well, from my standpoint... And the way I was raised, and the way things were back then, yeah. America as I know it today, and I just had my birthday, and I'm 71 years old. And I have spent... You know, we're in our 25th year. In this end time ministry, specifically, this was a separate call. But I was told many years ago before that, America, as you know, it will cease to exist. I told Tower, we were married back in 73, and the first thing I did was tell her. And I told her what I had been shown. And I don't talk about those visions, because I don't want people... You know, having faith on my visions. Because what if those were false visions? The only thing I trust is the Word of God. The Spirit of God, the Son of God, and the Father. And of course, the angelic host that he sends. I don't trust the flesh. I don't trust man. I don't trust a lot of things. I trust the Lord. And even some Christians I can't trust. Many years ago I was kicked out of a church because I preached once. <laughs> of course, in Bible school they told you that. They said, you know, preach with your bags packed. Well, I didn't have my bags packed because I didn't think nothing would happen. But I was running the bus ministry and I did a thing and got up. And, and of course, I was speaking to uh, the champions of the Softball league. <laughs> they can get out a champion softball uh, uh, team. But when I stood up and started preaching and I said, well, you know, you know, I was talking about the bus ministry, but I said, when I stand before God in heaven, I'll tell him, I'm sorry. We couldn't get the bus ministry going, but we do have a championship uh, softball team. Oh, man. You would have thought I had just... Laid one of the biggest eggs, man, I'll tell you. After that, uh, the main, well, and they just turned out to be some of the main proponents in the softball league, the ones that led it. And, you know, they were physical. They did a lot of that stuff. So there was no forgiveness because some of them were on the, on the board. So the pastor called me in. I even prayed with him. And so they went and had their meeting, and I was chucked out. The holidays were coming, and I had left uh, midterm Bible school. I mean, I had graduated, and the next term would have been another, another thing that I would have gone to. But I wanted to get out there and work in the ministry, so I went. <laughs> and so I worked for a while, and... They liked what I was doing, and everything was fine, up till the point I, I preached that, and that was it, boy. You, you'd have thought I was the Antichrist after that. Thank God there wasn't something to hang me on. They would have, you know, <laughs> and I laugh about it now, but it was, it was a struggle. I had a young family. I had no money to move me back. Uh and so we got help from our family. We moved back. It's a bloody business being in the Christian ministry. You'd have thought that they're full of love. You'd have thought that they said, you know, now, Brother Smith, we understand where you're coming from. 
but that's really not where our heart's at. Yes, we won, but our heart's with doing things for the Lord. And, of course, I was a young preacher. I was on fire, man. You didn't sit next to me. I'd have burned your clothes right off you. Because in Bible school, I started a ministry. And it was called. I even got it uh, op- uh, non-profit. Uh, because w- one of the teachers in there helped me to get a non-profit for Open Doors. And it was Open Doors. And there's a big ministry today called Open Doors. But before they ever had it, I had Open Door. Because God gave me an open door and we worked on the street. I had two of my buddies from college and and uh, one of them was already married. So she fit right in with Tower and we all went to work. And we were on the streets. We, we were in the bars. We were sharing the word of God. And so I went from a street ministry and a coffee house ministry right into the den of hell. And it was in the church. And it was a beautiful church, too. Nice people. Some of them were my friends. But when it came to get on that cross, because of what I preached, there wasn't no friends. Nothing. And eventually, some of them with the heart came by. One, an older guy who was a good friend. And I had a conversation with him. And I said, what'd you guys do? He says, well, we voted to throw you out, you know, get rid of you. I said, really? And you voted along with him? He said, yeah. I said, I can't believe it. He says, I have a jellyfish backbone. And I said, well, I guess you do. But I've long forgiven him. I was zealous. But see, things like that happen in the church. They just do. We're human. Christ calls us to love and make up. And I did call the pastor and apologize again. And, you know, I didn't do anything. But I apologized anyway. And come to find out that... uh, I I was still employed there when they got an associate pastor, an older gentleman who was retired, who had been a pastor. And it looked like they had already planned my exit even before that. And so he got on staff and all of a sudden I disappeared. So that was another thing that really didn't help. But you see, time and tide... You know, they don't forgive, but they can also heal. And the healing came from the Spirit of God. And I had a long-running dispute with the Lord. And I said, I love you, Lord. But I says, I don't know about your people. Lord says, you can't do that. And so we had quite a debate for about 12 years. And uh, I can tell you all about it. And I can tell you how to heal from that. But I remember on the final, on the day that I finally got in touch with the Lord for one last time concerning this issue because it was over after that because God healed me and I remember confessing and and we had set up a little altar and a little prayer room and I was in that And so I was in there in the presence of the Lord for quite a while. And then the pain and grief was so harsh, I just laid out on the floor. For what had happened and 
and all the years that I spent over this. And I remember sitting there just bawling my eyes out, and it went on for I don't know how long. I was broken. I wasn't where I needed to be. I wanted to get back. I never stopped believing in the Lord. And I, I didn't go out and do terrible things. I was broken because I had more issues after that. More attacks. And so I was laying there weeping and just crying. I was broken. And I felt it clear down to my heels, clear down to my toes. My whole body was aching, hurting. My spirit needed healing. And I'm starting to tear up just trying to tell you this. This is hard. But you see, as clear as I can hear someone talking to me, I was laying down. And the Lord and, and all of a sudden I just stopped crying. I don't know why. And all of a sudden I didn't feel anymore. So I said, Are you done? I said, yes. He said, then get up. And I learned a lesson that day. That God can heal and forgive. But you see, you got to get up. Are you done? Yes. You got to get up. Get up. Don't lay on the floor anymore. Don't sob anymore. You're done. I healed you. You've confessed. I've healed you. You're ready. Took some time after that. God's still dealing with me, helping me with some issues. And then as I was on my new computer which I'd had built and our internet was only 1200 KBs which is nothing and uh, you didn't have videos like we do you didn't have pictures you didn't have big websites you had message boards and you had call in you know on, on a phone dial up they called it AOS, um, American Online was one of the first uh, online sites there was. And so that kind of gives you a timeline. I was back there about the time that AOL started up. And so I was working late and everyone was in bed. I was in the living room. There was nobody around. And I was doing research and stuff on, on that thing. And all of a sudden, behind me, there was a presence, heavenly presence. And I could feel the Spirit of God I, I, it, it was so strong, I didn't even want to turn around. I was like frozen. And so the Lord started talking to me. This is what I want you to do. You learn that. You get online. And he says, you will... Have your teachings. And you will talk to people and win people and help people all around the world who will finally be able to listen. You know, they're, 
it, it was, you go out, this is a brand new thing. I want a presence out there. I didn't even know what out there was at that time, really. I didn't even know, well, how am I going to do this? And so that started a journey. I had to learn it. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't know what a techie was. I didn't know what script was. I didn't know the first thing about how to build a website. I didn't even know how you built a website. I didn't know how to do audio, video, graphics, nothing. Not a thing. And I spent more than my share of hours pulling out what hair I had and totally being frustrated trying to figure out how to do this. Because in a line of code, if you have one little thing out of line, you're, you're in trouble. It has to be perfect. And even after you get it perfect, after a while, that code can get screwed around. It gets moved around. Now today, the script is better, the tech is better. And you would never know how bad it was, how, how tough it was, and the difference. People today are so spoiled. They have endless videos and movies and everything else, and it's all right here. We do shopping online. And I even covered ISIS in 2014, 2015. To show you how far I'd come. And I was writing articles. I was reporting the news in our shows. And I got all the news from people on the ground there. There was, They had already killed four or five reporters there. But there were still moms... And dads who had smartphones that they were taking pictures and doing text messaging. And so I gathered all my information from people that I found on the ground. And I was able to report and do. And that's one thing you can do with this. You can report. You can tell people things. You can communicate. Now see, today is part two of the throne of iniquity, which we won't really get into this because I've spent too much time with this, but I felt led about doing this. You see, people really don't know who I am. They don't know who Warren Radio is because I've deliberately tried to be direct and business only for the Lord to get the word out. And I didn't want people concerning themselves. I was determined to do this as independent without being a non-profit and without having millions of dollars. So I found a way to get the Word of God out at the most minimal way and to live in an RV and for almost the entire time except for this year since we moved here to this house. My broadcast studio was where I sat in that RV, which was about a, a four by four foot space. You could say a slide out. Yeah, use that. A slide out. Because we had four slide outs, and I was in one of the slide outs. You know how much room that is? When you have your computers like I do, and I know how to fix them, I learned everything that I needed to know 
to fulfill what God gave me to do. And the idea was, and the calling was, to get the Word of God online into areas that people cannot get the Word of God any other way. I am not here to become a millionaire preacher. I am not here for any other reason than the gospel. I don't argue with people. In comments, I might give them one more, but after that, and if people try to work, you know, to uh, fill up the comments or something where I'm at, like if I'm on Instagram or wherever, I don't put up with it. I am focused. They get banned, and I go about my business. I don't put up with the devil. I don't put up with this nonsense. I'm not there to argue with you. I tell you the truth, and if you don't want the truth, that's fine. Go find it somewhere else. I'm here to plant seed. I'm a seed sower. I also rebuke, and I bind the enemy. I believe in divine healing. I believe in more than divine healing. I believe in the miraculous, and I believe in these days that are going to be so bad, you're going to need an angelic host to help you get through this and the power of God and the miraculous. Because the way a lot of these preachers and everybody, they act like they're the ones that are doing it. Don't you understand? It's the anointing of God. It's the Spirit of God. We are the vessels. I'm not here for your money. I'm not here for fame. I'm not here for anything. And so we we worked out of that RV. And I learned how to fix things that broke in the RV. You wouldn't believe what will break in an RV. And I found people that I knew that eventually that would help me to fix the things that I couldn't fix. I found a way by God's grace. And for 24 years, we were in that. It will always be a part of me. I will always look at that. And today, every moment, every day, I think of the believers around the world. I think of the believers here. I know what's coming. I knew what was going to come with Biden. Before he ever got elected, I was told. Specifically. I was warned. It was a warning about America. But see, the thing of it is, Americans, many of them are too busy to pay attention. And they're too busy to pay attention to any warning about judgment because they don't want to think about it. And I don't blame them. So now we're in a new series called The Throne of Iniquity, which I told you earlier. Why would I say throne of iniquity? Because in America we are a throne of iniquity. And now we've got something even worse. We've got the satanic temple that's going to try to seduce our young girls and women who get pregnant to go into them and they will do the abortion on the baby. Meanwhile, they'll dedicate that baby's blood and the death of that baby to Satan. Now that is blood guilt. That's killing the innocents. That's causing an even greater curse on America. And all the blood that you see shed and murders and everything else, that's also innocent blood. But among the innocent blood, killing the young baby's innocent is murder. But see, we don't believe that anymore because it's legal now. And we have a bunch of people running around and they're running around and they're cross-dressers. 90% of them are grown men. Women don't cross-dress much. But men want to jump in the dresses that the women are wearing and prance around like a bunch of knuckleheads and flaunt their sexual organs and while at the same time they've grown breasts all of a sudden through technology and through our medicines that we know about and they convince these gullible little children that it's all right. It's not all right. It's offensive. It's damnable. And it's bringing judgment. Judgment's already here, folks. Now, there's levels of judgment. 
But you could call this more of a shaking because God is shaking. Why do you think you got Biden in there? There's one reason. Because Biden is not a blessing. You're in America. You're not going to get a blessing because you are at odds with God. Now, let's make something straight here. I'm speaking to America. I'm speaking to those who aren't Christian. Now, to those who are Christian, you need to repent too. Your church needs to repent. You need to intercede. Because I got news for you. God's ability to take care of the believers in Christ is paramount. But there's also a little, a little, little bit of an explanation here. In Revelation, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved their lives not unto the death. So there is martyrdom in there. And you see a lot of martyrdom around the world. For the Christians that are facing martyrdom and death, burn, their churches are burned, their houses are burned, they're cast out. And we cover a lot of this on our Wednesday program, the advocacy. And yes, there are those that help us financially, but they are silent partners. And we welcome that. But we're not here for them to make me rich or tower rich. Our richness is in the Lord and in each other. And no, we're not perfect. But you see, this is a call. And when you get on the path, and we started this when we drove, number one, we sold our house. We had a new house. We had a young son. And I went, and we had already signed up at college. We were a married couple. We were a family moving in. So I got a U-Haul truck. Tower drove our other vehicle with with the kid, our son. And we went across the plains. We drove across a long ways to get to where we were going. Didn't seem like we would ever get there, but we finally did. Me driving the RV, I mean the U-Haul, and it had a car puller, so because we had to pull it, we had two cars and uh, two vehicles, and uh, so I had the one, and Tower was driving the other. We pulled into the married couple's arena after the president. We went to his house. We didn't know where else to go, and uh, he said, "That's great." He said, I'll, sh- I'll show you where you need to go. So he got us set up. We got a trailer. And for the time we were in college, we lived in that trailer. And so overnight, we were, we were Christians. We were going to our faith assembly. Our pastor was... One of the greatest men and his wife was great. Older gentleman. But at any rate, it's a long path. And you don't become what God wants you to become right away. He works in your life. And those people who get saved... And all of a sudden want to go out and be a preacher. I recommend you don't. You seek the Lord. I know an old prophet. I could call him a friend. But he's not really a friend. But yet he is. Or was. He's dead now. 
and he used to tell people it takes about seven years for God to get all the sins out of your life to make you the vessel that he can use. I don't know about how many years. It can take a lot longer. Because being in the ministry, my pastor warned me. He said a lot of preachers end up leaving the ministry and never coming back. And he said also there's another problem. And he says that is having enough to support yourself and your family. But when we finally got where God wanted us, I mean, when I first began, the technology to do this wasn't even around. You had to use missionaries everywhere, and there's nowhere that, you know, they could get there. But see, even today, there are now satellite programs. Now, we, we talk about Sat-7. Now, that, that's a good uh, Christian ministry, satellite. And there's a lot of people, especially Muslims. In almost every nation, people have phones. And they can listen to this worldwide in the most remote regions. See, that's where we're at today. And we're also in this in time shaking in America. And the wickedness is coming out. It's going to grow to a harvest. This is a battle. This is the time not to faint. This is the time to be strong. Because while God is and does send judgments of all kinds to stir a nation and wake it up, Remember, he is the hand in the, in the whirlwind. He controls everything. I remember my life, a Christ instructor, who really helped me a lot, said he can live a lot better with God being behind the tornadoes than the devil. Others may not be able to agree with him. I don't worry about him. But you see, we found out over the time and where we're at today that the martyrdom of Christians is the greatest it's ever been right now. The persecutions of Christians are everywhere. America is even turning against Christians and Christianity. And uh, we've had some of the greatest preachers on the planet come out of this nation. And for all the preaching and all the churches we have and all the seminaries and Bible schools and all the so-called Christians, we are one of the most sadistic, godless, perverted nations on the face of this earth. And we have allowed our political establishment to change laws and to make this country, especially under Biden, into a third world country, opening it up for every pagan and every god and every godless kind of act. And there's also the good ones. And like the Lord said, let the tares and the wheats grow together until the time of harvest then they will be separated and the tares will be burned. So in this end time, we are in a time of sowing the seed, warning people, comforting people, and also letting them know that people globally, and I mean this sincerely, in every race, religion, creed, country, people are waking up and they're coming to the Lord. 
And we have that verified by boots on the ground. And in America, people are beginning to stir and to wake up. Because when God stirs people, when he begins to shake a nation to wake them up, he knows how to wake them up. So I encourage you to, number one, visit our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Listen to the shows. We have vast <clears throat> series. Now, I have an Isaiah series that's been going on for a long time, many years. We look to finish that series in the next year. Maybe a little more than that, but not much. And it's been one of those series that we've come to love because we've learned so much out of Isaiah. And we're not just studying the Old Testament, we're studying the New Testament. Because Isaiah reaches in the fulfillment of the Messiah. So understand, we have work, we have lots of materials for you to listen, be encouraged, be warmed by, and understand. But I'm not going to send a bus to go get you. You want the Word of God in a site that doesn't have a lot of cruddy ads and we've got a few well-placed ones we we don't place them we just have an agreement with the company <laughs> and actually it's just a box to check it's not that big a deal but uh, at any rate I want to encourage you today. Now, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life, so is Tower. So you may not understand behind the websites of the WIBR, and I've got several other uh, websites that I want to start. And they're specifically centered around the end of days. Also, I have a book, The Rising. And I want to... I've got ten copies for ten Christians who will seriously read this book and give me a good, you know, I expect a good recommendation and a good comment. And if you hate the book, that's fine. But I'll give you the book. But I've only got ten copies. And you'll have to contact me and have to talk to me and convince me that you're the one to get the free book. And the book is The Rising. And you can go to our websites and we have ads everywhere. You can click on them. It'll take you to get a book and give you information on it so you can find out something about it. But I got 10 copies. We'll send them to you. You keep in touch with us and when you get it done, we want a good comment. We'll post it on our websites and uh, our main, uh, you know, there's other places you can put it. Before we had them all, put them over on uh, what is it, Amazon. So at any rate, check these things out and be safe, be blessed. And so for Tower and I, and to the Lord, whom has saved us, and his blessing, and, and even his correction, has literally saved our lives. And I found out through Isaiah that his judgment 
is always redemptive. Until next time. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.